Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Freehand Radio. I'm your host, Moody Marv, here to bring you the good times and the good vibes. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Hales, who loves to absolutely rip me a new one, which you guys will hear at the end of the episode when it comes to my food choices. No, but in all realness, uh, I'm I'm so happy to be joined by Hales today. She is someone who's been in Web3, but also been working full-time in social media marketing. And today, we really get to pick a brain and really get to learn a thing or two about social media marketing strategies, utilizing other tools and resources outside of Twitter, like TikTok and Instagram, to be able to really have a full understanding of what it's like to have a strategic social media plan and how to implement that. Um, so today is a really educational one. It's also a really fun one. Uh, and at the end, we bring a lot of friends on stage and we just get to really just shoot the shit and have a good time. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I think you're going to learn a lot. I think you're going to laugh a lot. Um, and then what it's like, you know, to just pursue your dreams. And uh, regardless of what people say and the naysayers, just, you know, following your gut, do what you love. Um, and then you, next thing you know, you're doing it for work and you get paid to do what you love. So I think this is a really good one. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Thank you, Hales, for coming up. And I'll see you guys in the, ne- in the next episode. Peace out. Yo, 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 what's poppin' everyone? Thank you all so much for coming back to a Friday episode of Freehand Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Mooney Marv, here with Veronica, with Hales. We're so stoked to have Hales here. It's been such a long time, you know, again, to shoot the shit with you. And as always, these episodes are recorded, so that way they're available around the world on Apple, Spotify, and podcast services at your leisure. What's going on, everyone? Veronica, Hales, what's poppin'? So glad that it's Friday. We made it through the week, everyone. Yeah. Hales, it's Friday. (laughs) What are you up to? Are you chilling on the beach? Are you chilling in New York? What's going on? (laughs) I wish I was on the beach right now. And I'll be... I'll be real, like, I haven't been on Twitter, like, specifically, like, Twitter Spaces. Mm. Twitter Spaces, like, for, like, a few weeks, but, like, Twitter for, like, a week. And I just realized I have the hundred back. I have a thumbs up. I have a thumbs down. I have a, I have the fist. This is, oh, my gosh, I have, it's, like, all of the DM reactions. So this is pretty exciting for me right now sorry i'm like my adhd is like super stoked about all of these emojis right now um, i'm a little jealous i don't have any of those. oh no oh, no oh i'll smash okay. hearts though update yeah update your app or if you use android i don't know what the deal is with them but yeah they're yeah. slacking <laughs> but yeah no just just chilling um working a little bit right now uh been working this this morning um just you know that nine that nine to five life you know people some people know if you know you know um i'm still in it right now but uh it's 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 not bad like i actually um i'm actually doing everything that i like ever wanted to do Mm. um so that's that's pretty exciting for me um but i don't want to hijack the conversation so so please please no today is all about you hales and like you, you mentioned something I think it's really important, and I think a lot of us could actually use, is taking a little bit of time from Twitter. I think a little bit of a detox is always important. I know, Hales, you work specifically more in the social media realm and Web2, um, but do you feel like a little bit of a, a Twitter detox has been really helpful, really healthy for you know your emotional, your mental health? I know <laughs> myself, personally, it's, it's so helpful sometimes to just have a little detox. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, so I, yes, I work in social media. I've been working professionally in social media since 2015, really. Um, That's like when I I started really doing my stuff professionally, like with brands and and companies and whatnot. Um, So it's been about seven years um, that I've been doing this. And I've like, lived on these platforms like I've literally like (laughs) I have an older brother and I think I I actually talked about this on on Sniper's podcast um a few months ago it was like six months ago at this point um but my my older brother really like shaped a lot of my (laughs) like growth I guess like as a person socially and culturally like my brother was very social it, he still is like my brother is alive um but I'm not gonna make it seem like he's like not here but um he lives in LA uh but my brother kind of just introduced me to social media in general um he was he was very just social and in, in his in his youth and and I uh you know started my social media career on like Zanga if you know you know um it was before MySpace um, and that was just cause my brother and, and from there, like, I would say that a lot of my time was spent like on the computer and on social media. Um, ever since I was a kid, like I was a big, big Neopets gal. Um, I actually just remembered last night, like this is super niche. So if you know this, like I would be super, oh, super man. surprised. <laughs> But I used to play this game on the internet called Coke Music. And it was like basically like a metaverse made by Coca-Cola, the brand, obviously. And like you could quote unquote produce music and you would like collect like thumbs up things. And like you could use those thumbs up like as currency to like buy things for your like house. I don't know what made me think of this yesterday, but I was like, Oh my God, I've literally been in the metaverse since that was like when I was like in fifth or sixth grade, like this was in 2005, like 2006. So like, I've been very like in tune, especially with like, I guess I would sound like a noob if I say like RPG, but like role playing games, like again, like Mm. I've played like Neopets, like my Mm -hmm. friends tried to get me into RuneScape when I was a a kid, but I just couldn't get into it because... I'm a nerd, but that was, like, a little bit too nerdy for me, honestly. But if you played RuneScape, like, I get it. Like, it's it's super fun. I get it. Um, but, yeah. So, that was basically, like, kind of where my internet slash online life started um, when I was super, super young. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I played sports. I did all of those types of things, but my, my true love was just like being on the computer and like talking to strangers online. Like if I'm being real, um, mm-hmm. it's sort of just like always been like something that I've always done. Um, so this whole web three community building social, uh, sort of atmosphere that we're in is nothing new to me um so it was sort of like a natural sort of progression in my in my online in my online life uh but yeah professionally I've been doing social media for about seven years um I started doing stuff uh at my college I went to San Diego State uh University in San Diego California um I was managing their like theater television and film um social media accounts like Twitter, Instagram, like this was again, like 2015, that was 
forever ago in, in social media years. So things have changed like a ton since then. Um, but I actually shifted from being a theater major and doing mostly acting to uh, doing more of like a marketing and management side because I realized that I hate auditioning and <laughs> performing, honestly. Um, I did it a lot when I was growing up, but when I started to get like real and, and professional, I sort of like, I sort of chickened out, um, to be honest, because my anxiety sort of took over and I didn't want to have to rely on, you know, getting jobs like and being up against so many other talented people um to to get jobs professionally and and it's super it's super hard with acting um both in theater which was i mostly did theater um but commercials you know tv as film you know it's all about who you know so uh in that regard i was more like i want to be the person that people need to know you know what i mean so mm. that's sort of how i started uh on the other side on the other side of um, like performance management, I guess uh, was towards the end of, of college. I started, I literally just had a mental breakdown, like honestly, like had a full on mental breakdown about like what I was going to do after college. And um, I, I made the decision to sort of step away from performing and, and that sort of thing. I, I did realize that like, it wasn't really my dream anymore like it was mm. like in, in when I was younger and, and what I wanted to do but as you grow up you get to know yourself better and you realize you know who you are um and what your true values are and your morals and all that kind of stuff so as I was leaving college I was like you know I I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not strong enough, but I definitely am not the type of person to be able to consistently put myself out there and consistently get rejected um, because it's really hard uh, to, to make it in those industries, you know, any sort of artistic and creative industry, you know, whether you're, whether you're an artist, a performance artist, or whether you're a, you know, an artist, artist, traditional artist. So, um, very long monologue to say that I've been in social media for a really long time but I've also like evolved into like where I am now like I I I totally attribute like my entire life like back from when I made my first social media profile on Zango when I was eight or nine years old to now working at American Eagle in their social media department um I really do attribute like everything in my life to to that so I always laugh because my parents would say like, I'm wasting my time online. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing this, I'm doing that and not doing thing, anything productive, but they kind of shut up now because I like <laughs> made it this far uh, with my love of being online. Um, and they're super supportive of me, but, but yeah, so that's, that's sort of like the spark notes. That's the spark notes. <laughs> No. Yeah, surprisingly. Oh my god, these emojis are in different places. So I like I accidentally hit the clap when I meant to hit the laughing. But you know, um yeah, I know that is the spark notes. It doesn't seem like it. And like I have a black heart now. This is perfect. This is like oh, my branding. Yeah. This is just my ADHD coming out again. But but yeah, so any questions? <laughs> oh man, do I do I have a number of questions? First off. Shout out to all the video games that our parents sold us were not going to get us anywhere because uh, somehow it's actually helped us later in life. Growing up, I played MapleStory. MapleStory, shout out to that. Funny story to you, Hales. My cousin, 
just met someone she spoke to for 13 years from visiting Omegle, and now they're dating, which is the oh wildest story. Dude, so- Omegle is such an, like a cultural like phenomenon for me because I literally... I don't talk to them like much anymore, but there's people that I have on social media that I met from fucking Omegle and like chat roulette and shit. Like it's crazy. Like it's really crazy. <laughs> and, and it's wild too. Like I, I think we all meet people like, you know, on the internet and how easy it is to meet someone on the internet in real life. And you're like, I feel like I know that person already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was also like really into Tumblr, like in high school, like mm-hmm. the years, like, 2009 to like 2013 which I think was the glory years of Tumblr like if you know you know like I, it was so not completely just porn um like, <laughs> people had like actual blogs and like personalities and stuff um and yeah that was like the first time that I really felt like a, a like I created a community because I don't know. I was just like, I was super active on Tumblr, honestly. And and there's still people that I interact with to this day that, that I know from, from there. And it's, it's wild. Like, I feel like I have, I definitely have more internet friends than I have in real life friends. Like I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, also it's hard to meet people in real life. Like <laughs> I feel that truly, truly it is. <laughs> We've all got such big schedules, you know, like it's, it's hard to find that time to go out and be a person. Oh my gosh, I know. And like, I spend all day online anyway, like for my job. So like my job currently, um, what I'm doing, my title is social culture and brand engagement manager, which essentially is a nice title for, I scope out trending things that are happening on social media. And then I make sure that American Eagle responds to it or or puts their hat in the ring, essentially. So, like, recently there was that big-ass Instagram fucking trend with the Little Miss shit. Um, So we did, you know, something with that. Uh, I mostly do Twitter. That was more of an Instagram thing, but I mostly do, like, Twitter and TikTok. Um, So I spend a lot of my time here on Twitter um, and also on TikTok. So uh, TikTok... I will literally defend TikTok till the end of the world. I think that it's the most fun app. Um, it makes me laugh out loud, like, as much or as often as Twitter. Um, and if you're not on TikTok because you want to be, like, cool or you want to be, like, jaded or something, please just do me a favor and swallow your pride and get on that shit because, like, you will spend hours on it just laughing your ass off. Like, it's it's crazy. It's insane, like it's their algorithm is insane like if you think that twitter's algorithm is good like tiktok's algorithm is low-key scary like it's it's amazing um but anyway so yeah so so i basically just sort of um you know make sure that we have responses to like cultural and like trending things we're working on like a a fucking corn thing right now which (laughs) you know we just you gotta do it like at this point like I tried to hold off for a long time because I was like oh yeah like it's already getting to that like kind of cringe and like corn (laughs) no pun intended but like corny point so like I really did not mean to say that um but like it's getting to that cringe point to where like you don't want to respond because it's almost too late but it's it is still going so 
there, here we are <laughs> having to think of having to think of corn content but i will say during a bear market i mean what the fuck else am i supposed to do that's like the reason why i took us like some time off of twitter and like spaces because like there's nothing going on like there's just like nothing going on honestly like i, I mean there is and there isn't um because i feel like it's important to note that i've said this ever since I've gotten into this space over a year ago, I'm by no means a trader or like a flipper or like anybody who does like anything like that. That requires so much attention and like effort that I, I admire in some people that have that time uh, to do that and, and enjoy doing that and studying data. It's, uh, but I simply just don't have the time. So I mostly just collect things that I, I really like. Um, and that includes like most of my most of my stuff that I have is like PFP art. But I've always really been into this sort of um, style, like simplistic, modern, um, illustrative style. Uh, like if you go back in my Instagram, like I've always shared like illustrations like that um, and just unique characters and stories like in theater, like, you're taught that storytelling is everything. I mean, storytelling is the basis of everything. Like, <laughs> culture, like, everything. Um, so when you're telling a story through images, you know, they say pictures worth a thousand words, blah, blah, blah. But it's true. Like, I, I really... Uh, like emotionally identify with a lot of the stuff that I have. And that's even like beyond NFTs. Like I collect like other sort of art. Like a lot of the stuff that I collect is from when I lived in San Diego, San Diego, I collected a lot of like local art. So like, there's a lot of like artists out of like SoCal who um, create really specific like styles of art that I, I really resonate with. Um, I, my, I also have like a lot of Native American and like Mexican culture, like just mm. in my blood. So like, I'm really like, I, I gravitate towards like Aztec sort of style stuff as well. And like more kind of like Native American, um, sort of interiors and like exteriors and, and stuff like that. So, um, I love to sort of collect like that. And then also I have a fuck ton of tattoos. Um, you can't really tell from like my profile, but like all of my tattoos are super colorful and artistic. Like if people were to just ask me, like, what do your tattoos mean? Like it just that I liked them. Um, and that I think that they look cool. Uh, they don't, uh, some of them have some meaning, but others don't like others are just like really beautiful art that, um, my tattoo artist created for me, like specifically. So, um, I, so by no means am I a collector, like, or sorry, by no means am I a flipper. Like I'm definitely a collector. Uh, I, I just feel like it's easier for me to do that and, and, you know, handle this, handle this industry a little bit better because it's stressful, you know, especially if it's your main source of income. Um, so I feel like I can <laughs> take yeah. some time off of Twitter and off of like the industry, you know? I, I agree. And I think, you know, you, you touched on several topics. And like, one thing that I want to zone in on is like, you know, as, as people that work in social media, like I, I, I used to work in social media, that's how like my personal business has ran, but understanding where the attention is, and the fact of the matter, whether people like to believe it or not, like, because of where we are in the market, a lot of people have left Twitter. And not to say that you left because of the market, but like, 
you just need to know where the attention is. And to your point with TikTok, like people spend hours of their day on TikTok. And I think the numbers have shown that I think the amount of views of hours on TikTok has already outpaced that of YouTube. And if you do not understand where the attention is, whether you're trying to run a business, a podcast, even marketing yourself or marketing the NFT culture, you know, understanding where, where the attention is, is heavily, heavily important in determining the success or failure of oh, something. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I would say, like, where the attention is and also, like, the sentiment. Like, mm. the sentiment of certain platforms. Like, if you ask anybody outside of NFT Twitter what Twitter is, they'll be like, oh, that's where, like, news stations come from and, like, news and it's doom and gloom and everyone fucking hates Twitter because it's, like, let's be real. They just, like, associate it with politics and, like, b fucked up shit that, like, 45 said in his past like presidency so like that's what a lot of people's sentiment is about twitter so like tiktok came around like in during the pandemic i mean that's when it really really grew um so i feel like people sort of associate it more with just like entertainment and just passing the time and like in marketing like they their big like tagline is like you go on social media but you watch tiktok so like it's it's like you have to realize that your audience whatever you're marketing you know whether it is I, I will be honest, my TikTok algorithm hasn't even mentioned NFTs because outside of Twitter, I don't really, I don't really engage. I mean, un unless there's like conventions and, and whatnot, but you know, I don't, I don't really engage outside of the platform because again, this is where it lives, um, at least for me. However, um, I do think that the growth of the industry and like, bleeding into other platforms is super important like cross-platform marketing is is very important um i used to talk to founders of a pretty popular like crypto podcast um but i had advised them essentially to like start creating uh tiktok content so with that like they started creating more tiktok content i think they actually recently just had um, a viral video and whatnot so it's like it, it, and, and you can use the content that you already have. Like, people don't understand. Yes. You can yes. repurpose, like, so much content. Like, even what you were just saying, I had no idea that this was going to be on, like, Spotify and Apple Music or an Apple Podcast and shit. Like, you can repurpose, like, all of this stuff in order to get things on other platforms. Like, I'm sure if, like, I mean, maybe not this talk because I'm not, you know, going too much into, like, NFT stuff. But, like, if you were to put this on YouTube and with a pretty, like, robust and... and sensible search engine optimization strategy like you can probably get a good amount of searches because people are still googling nft shit either they're interested in learning more about it or they're already in the industry and they want to you know support their media that's already you know out there or want to create their own you know with writing articles they need sources etc so it, that's you know why they call it the world wide web because everything is connected uh, like a web. So, um, yeah, it's fascinating, actually. Like, because a lot of the things that we we take for granted and we think are, like, um, you know, like, first, first nature, that's just because we're used to it. But the things that I'm saying right now would be Greek to, like, anyone outside of our industry or outside of marketing or anything like that. Like I have a lot of friends that are in finance 
And anytime I talk about social media, they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So like, it's, it's really, it's really interesting though. Um, and social media is very scientific. I mean, there's trends mm. and data outside of just, you know, quote unquote, what's trending. Um, paying attention to that is, is very, very important in my, in my experience. I fully, fully agree. And I'm going to be super nerdy because Hale's like, the fact that you and I, we, we're both on that same wavelength. Like, I could talk about this shit all day because, you know, utilizing each platform, you cannot speak the same language on each one. You have to you have to consider Instagram one language, Twitter one language, TikTok another. And to your point, repurposing content is so, so huge. Like, I still don't understand why so many of these spaces aren't turned into podcasts and then you can turn it into audio format and TikToks. Like, there are so many different little nuggets of information and like one of the biggest things too is when you're developing content like whether it's an instagram reel or a tiktok making it savable that's like the biggest thing people are saving content to watch later or things that can be bookmarked educational purposes like the way my, my persona on instagram is video and photography and like you can get paid like this is something that i've been telling people like monetizing your content on instagram like i don't pay gas anymore because of the Instagram reels that I create for Instagram. Instagram pays me. Or TikTok, I, that was my whole entire crypto like industry right there. Like TikTok is crypto and NFTs, but mostly crypto. And now Twitter is just photography, NFTs. Like it's okay to have like different personas and talk a little bit differently on each one and having a different focus. Uh, and so especially branding yourself. I mean, with you, like you, you work for a larger brand. Do you oversee the different platforms and how do you manage, you know, your almost the voice of the brand on different platforms if you do? Well, I will say that we work a lot together, like as a team and just, I mean, we're, we're a very broad corporation. Um, so we work sort of in tandem with like our marketing team who, who leads a lot of messaging and we more sort of socialize, socialize it, um, under our direct leaders and supervisors as well. Um, so with that, like we all work together to sort of, um, you know, like make sure that we're relevant in things that are, that are happening right now, right now. So like you said, like, as far as like repurposing content, like we will shoot things that, um, you know, are meant for Instagram, but could work on TikTok too. Uh, a lot of brands do that because one, it's more efficient for, you know, them to gather content and, and do stuff like that. But also like, though there are nuances, there are stuff that just works, you know, and, and trends and trends carry over from, from platform to platform. Like you'll see something on TikTok and then see it on Instagram, like, three or four days later, you know? <laughs> no, totally, totally. And like for you, when you're identifying trends, I think even with like NFT Twitter, right? We have trends. How do you identify trends, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, and how has that helped you, whether it's your personal brand or what you do on the side? I mean, I watch a lot of TikTok. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like a lot of TikTok and actually something that I, I will say as well for um, specifically like Twitter and something that I noticed uh, that happens a lot is like a lot of trends originate on Twitter. So they'll like, for instance, 
I don't know if you saw this trend, but there was like a trend with a with a gif of a woman like acting super surprised. And then the captions were like, Doja Cat when don't ja dog walks in and it's like a super surprised like gif that same trend like carried over to tiktok where um where people were using like a certain audio to like essentially do that same caption so like keeping keeping things like in mind like that like i remember when i saw that i was like wow people and sometimes i'll, I'll straight up see people rip off tweets like and use as tiktok like captions Mm. so like which i think is really funny i mean obviously you don't you don't like call those people out but like you can just notice like okay this phrase is obviously like trending or popular whatever people are resonating with it and you can sort of think about content that might you know associate either your brand whether that's your personal brand or a brand that you work for um and make it work you know it's really it's it's funny because like as I'm speaking I feel like it's really first or second nature for a lot of people but Mm. noticing and and especially like when I was doing consulting um a few years ago like it was it was really like wow a lot of my job is really just teaching people social media because again you might think that it's you might think that it's first nature, second nature for people, but it's it's really not. Um, and that's why I always tell people too. Again, when I was when I was consulting or advising, like on resumes uh, for for people in marketing, was don't t- discount any of your experience. Like I, anything that you do, whether it's just like if you if your mom has ever helped, like asked you for help with like helping her job or something with something, add that all the community building that you do here on Twitter, add that. Like, that's a valuable experience that people don't usually talk about enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> so don't, like, and also you have to learn how to sell yourself. Like, that's also just a really, like, great skill to have. It's such a hard thing to do sometimes. Hearing you guys talk about how, like, it seems like second nature or first nature to do this kind of stuff. For me, it's just so over my head. Like I'm such an introvert that I like, I like to do my thing. And then I quietly go back to doing my thing once I'm done with my art and uh, learning, learning about how to put myself out there and engage in the right ways with the right platforms has been insane. Oh yeah. And I mean, you'll, you'll get the hang of it more. Like (laughs) as you like hang out on these, on these platforms, like Veronica, I don't know if you like post any of your art on Instagram or anything like that but I find that I still see a lot of illustrations being shared like on on Instagram that's where I think it's um really important to understand your platforms like that's where I think you know brands like Cool Cats or uh the Lemons or Wonder Pals or whatever could really like make a difference is if they are, you know, using their talents on other platforms, I know they're trying with like stickers and whatnot, but there's so many posts that I see of just cute art or like uplifting quotes or Mm. what have you that people love to share. Like if you, if you think about like who is going to be sharing your content, shareable content on Instagram is like so important because like, 
people don't see your shit unless like people are sharing it to their story. Like at, at this point, at least it, what I'm noticing on Instagram. So, um, at, to that, to that effect, um, I would say that as you spend more time in here and just notice the trends, you can really curate your strategy and, and what you end up posting in order to really cater to what the audience is, is looking for and expecting, honestly, because people hop on it, on it, different platforms and, and expect different things, you know, like you don't go on, well, this might be a bad example because Instagram they're calling them murder clones. So like it, uh, fucking Instagram is the biggest like proponent of this where they'll literally just steal like different features from other apps. So like reels, mm -hmm. that's essentially their TikTok. Like, you know, they, they uh, developed a murder clone. They're actually doing the same thing with be real. Like Instagram's going to come out with like a, Oh, post a picture in the next two minutes, blah, blah, blah. I think they're calling it like candid challenges or something. But anyway, um, you can you can really take note of even like platforms doing these sort of like trend recognition and then creating their own sort of murder clones. And we're all kind of doing that in a sense <laughs> with our own marketing strategy is analyzing and seeing what works for others and then trying to apply that to your own brand um, at the very, very base level of it sounds really simple, but um it's really not. <laughs> it, feels, it feels very mathematic almost, like taking an equation and just popping your own information into that and putting it out. Oh, absolutely. Like, I did actually, um, you say, well, for anybody that says marketing, I mean, uh, Moody might know this. I know Kip's in the audience, the homie, knows this. But there's so many different areas of marketing. So, like, paid media marketing is literally mm. just equations. Like if you put X amount of dollars into this uh, ad and you, you know, 2.9 exit, you know, as theoretically as much money as you put in, you should 2.9 X every single cent that you put in. Um, I kind of had that down to a science that one of the first brands that I worked at, um, I worked at a DNA, a prenatal DNA test that actually kind of blew up. Um, if anybody in here has been pregnant or, you know, anybody in their family has been pregnant, you might have heard about it. Um, but it's an over the counter, like prenatal DNA test that would tell you if your baby's uh, a boy or girl at nine weeks in a pregnancy. Now I think it's six weeks, but Basically, with that, I was running Facebook and Instagram ads, and this was in 2016 and 2017. So this was like a long time ago. Things have changed. This was like before, like Cambridge Analytica came and like mm -hmm. took all of our targeting and like yep. <laughs> took all of our secret like data and demographics and shit. Like I'm, I'm the person who loves personal information like <laughs> like getting all of that because I think it's helpful because without that shit you would get served ads that are not relevant for you like if I live in New York City and I have my you know data information shit off and I'm getting fucking ads for the nearest corn salesperson near me like that like it's, it doesn't make sense like you need to get ads that are catered to you they help make your life better but I could talk about that another time um, anyway, <laughs> with paid media, yeah, it is an equation. Um, and it is a science and there's like, it's, it's funny because there's definitely like different types of people who do different types of marketing. That's why I feel like super lucky to have kind of dipped my toes in like all aspects from like 
search engine optimization or SEO to paid media to social media to affiliate marketing even like that that's probably my least favorite um and then influencer marketing uh as well influencer marketing is a beast um and it's 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 kind of irrelevant these days honestly i wouldn't say irrelevant but it's just changed it's definitely evolved i would say over the last couple of years because you know back you know, it's funny, back in like 2016, 2017, you know, you could sign up to these services that would give you a list of whether they're micro or macro influencers, how much they cost. But now, like the the current uh, targeting scheme, I feel like right now, like you are served exactly what you're thinking, or like even if you say it or like around your phone, it's crazy that the way that paid targeting is working right now. Uh, this has been so fascinating, Hales. This has been so much fun. I want to invite anybody to come up on stage. I know we have a lot of our family and friends here that miss your beautiful freaking voice and your personality. Like so many people here just want to come up and say hi. So I want to open the floodgates. If anybody wants to come up on stage, please feel free to. And Who else wants to talk to me and talk about me? I'm ready for you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I feel like I didn't get a chance to touch on any Web3 stuff. So if anybody has any questions about that, like the reason why I am in the position that I'm in like at, for my career is because of this Web3 space. Like I only started, only started this position like six months ago um, or a little over six months ago. Um, and that was because I had positioned myself and confidently positioned myself maybe if it wasn't completely warranted um as a nft personality uh i did that with fucking less than a thousand followers too so if anybody has any questions relating to that even though i think all of our friends are basically in here bombo go for it hey Bambito! Hey, 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 what's up? Uh, what's up, Hales? Uh, you know, uh, big fan here. Big fan. Uh, been following you for a while now. Uh, so, you know, a little nervous here to talk to you. Oh, my God. Stop. Um, I miss you guys. Uh, so I, I do, you know, first of all, very inspiring story. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. I, I thought, you know, you guys, you, you know, Freehand, uh, Veronica, Moody, you guys did a great job at interviewing uh, Hales. Hales, you were, you were a great interviewee. Very interesting. I loved it. I do have some questions. Uh, so, Hills, right now, right, I, I work for a sales team, right? And uh, they have zero um, social media uh, presence. Nobody. Like, the company has an Instagram, but it's just, like, it's the most bland thing ever. And uh, as I'm coming in, in as a new manager position, right, and I've learned so much things from Twitter, I want to get people motivated into, you know, starting a, like social media accounts and using Linktree and using uh, applications like Wax or Wix, Wix to uh, create, you know, like uh, lead, you know, uh, like pages to uh, to generate leads, right? Anyways, what would be your advice from for somebody starting from zero to sell things on social media? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um. Okay, so zero 
zero. Okay, so my first questions would be, are they like a, a nationwide brand or are they just like local? Uh, it could be both, right? It could be nationwide or local. Um, we're shooting mostly local, but we can also do nationwide, like, you know, sell over Zoom and stuff. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, well, that's interesting because, um, I mean, I think that there can be two different types of strategies because this is interesting because the what I was talking about, the DNA test, the first job I worked at was, it sounds like it's, what you're doing is both B2C and B2B. So, or not B2B, but like B2C and D to C. So, um, the, basically what I would do is this. So you have to have separate campaigns, um, for this type of stuff. Cause for localized stuff, like where you can actually go on and like have a hands-on experience. Like, I feel like certain type of customers would really want that and you can market it that way. However, I also think that there's different types of markets and customers that want a completely hands-on experience or hands-off experience. I don't want to talk to anybody. I know what to do. I'll watch a YouTube video, whatever. Um, and I feel like that can be, you know, communicated over social media platforms for sure, because like everybody has social media. So my first, my first suggestion is, um, you know, paid ads. I mean, the only, the only way you're going to get in front of people's eyes, especially on social media, like at first is by buying ad space promotions. Um, whether that's boosting a post, uh, whether that's doing like a full on, like fucking like campaign with like testing, um, that might be a little bit more like, uh, <laughs> technical, but if the goal is just like organic, it, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. You have to figure out an objective. <laughs> um, you have to figure out an objective. What do you want? So if you want to generate leads, um, you know, you could do like an email sign up campaign, um, sort of like think of something creative like that, like a giveaway or a percent off if you enter your email. Then you can start hitting them through with other you know, forms of marketing. Like if your business has like email marketing, um, or mail marketing, I know snail mail marketing is still huge with some industries. Um, I feel like it would probably be big with yours, um, at this point, but that's more for like the localized stuff for more like nationwide that, that would have to be mostly digital. Um, and, and would have to be like the entire campaign from like awareness consideration all the way down to, to um, conversion, which I feel like is a huge conversation. Um, but I do think that it's important to have at least a presence, you know, like, because again, there's still some people and some consumers who check Instagram first before they, you know, contact a company or check social media or whatever, the Yelp or something. Um, and, and, and I think that it's important to also mention that social media doesn't just mean Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like, I know that's probably what you think first and foremost, but that also means Yelp, Google, uh, that sort of stuff too, which are really important. And I think that people forget about, um, I would actually probably start with something like Yelp. I haven't ran Yelp ads in a really long time, but if I remember correctly, I think that localized ones are pretty inexpensive. Like, and people use Yelp for stuff other than just finding a restaurant. <laughs> um, there's there's tons of people who use Yelp, like the Yellow Pages. That was a very convoluted 
way, an ADHD way of me saying that, yes, you should do it because every, every channel, every channel has the opportunity to, you know, drive revenue uh, if it's done correctly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your answer and for your time. That was great. And once again, big fan here, you know, uh, big admirer. So yeah, you know, much love, Hale. That was funny. (laughs) Of course. You know, maybe I'll we'll, we'll meet up after this. I'll get you a, a quick little autograph that you can, you know, show. Yes, at home. yes, please, <laughs> please. Also, also, Hales, uh, for you taking time out of your crazy schedule. When you have a chance, shoot me a DM with your ETH address. I'm gonna send you one of the Divergence Clubs, so that way you have some incredible art for you to just oh my God. have in your uh, wallet. Uh, can, I, can I butt in here? Uh, why didn't I get one of those? My I'm sorry, Bombo. Is this space about you? I thought. Yeah, I swear yeah. That title says Hales on it. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Bombo, you can get a hug and my forgiveness for leaving me in the streets of New York. Kips, what's going on? <laughs> Give him a little booty booty grab. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming too. I also am a big Hales fan, and uh, kind of. I'm a Kips fan. I'm kind of starstruck and also <laughs> a wealth of knowledge, by the way, just shared by one of the top in her industry. So you're welcome, everybody, oh I guess. God. But if anybody needs help with D2C growth marketing, definitely hit us both up. We will give you our horror stories from the last many, yes. many years. Yes. And, Kips, uh, is, Kips is a legend. Kips is also <laughs> a marketing fucking expert i was cracking up during your whole spiel we don't deserve him we truly don't deserve him bombo is like doing construction in the background yeah my bad my bad where is he got a call like as soon as i said that i got a call i was like oh damn it i have to take this ah crap i'm gonna miss the answer (laughs) i canceled the meeting for this space just because i missed hail so much so bravo that's amazing so yeah I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, My boss was in here earlier and I freaked out. I was like, well, because I was also like, I'm like, I'm supposed to be working right now, but everyone's kind of logging off because it's also Labor Day weekend. Had no idea it was Labor Day weekend until yesterday. Um, Same. But (laughs) but he was he was like, then he he messaged like after he had left the space, he like messaged our group chat was like, you have 10 minutes to ask me something before I start day drinking on my roof. And I was like, okay, sounds like he's not mad at me. So we're good. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a chill boss for sure. (laughs) It's, it's been a journey, (laughs) but yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He's good. Um, Kips, how are you? Wait, wait, sorry. Kips, before I, before I get to you, Bombo, did you get promoted to manager? Have I really been away for Mm -hmm. that long? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Amazing! Everyone's growing up. It's That's like amazing. Everyone, our little Bombo is now. He's probably right now on a roof, just installing it. He's like hanging That's, off the side of a roof. That's what I was speaking. gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. He's amazing. Like he. Oh my god! My mom just came in here too. Hi, mom. Um, I didn't text you. I'm sorry. Hi, <laughs> Hills, mom. <laughs> Okay. That is so cute. The support. Oh my god. She's she's the <laughs> one without the, the fucking NFT PFP. Sorry, I said the F word, mom. Um, <laughs> I'm actually gonna see. I'm gonna see my mom soon. She's coming in like a couple weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen her since 
Oh shit. It's been a long time. Yeah. I haven't seen my mom since like February <laughs> or March. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be chill. Give her a big, big hug and a smooch. A big old um, smoochie. Anyway, Kips, sorry <laughs> to interrupt you. I had to congratulate. I don't know, Bob, if you heard me congratulate you on your promotion, but I can't believe I've been away. Ooh, thank you long. so much. No, I missed it. Thank you so much. He's a busy man with his promotion now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, yo, you know what? Like, just a little bit off topic today. Like, part of my job is like to keep everyone motivated, so I have to like stand up in front of everyone and like give like a speech every morning. And it's that so is much fun. Perfect I- for you. Dude, I didn't know I loved this so much. Like, I'm, like, having so much fun. Just, like, I just, like, off the top of the head, just, like, come up with, like, really fun stuff to, like, get people, like, excited. And it works out for some reason. And it re- you're the hype man. I was going to say, you what are kind the of hype man. Room? No, yeah. you're literally perfect for that. You are perfect for that. And they could not have a better person doing that. Uh, like, you're like a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube fan. I really but With personality. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, okay. man. I love Thank it. You. Kips, sorry. You're not sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not. And I, I said my piece. That was it. I literally came here to say I love you and I miss you. And what a wealth of knowledge was shared. Wow. Oh, you're too kind. I appreciate you. And we actually need to like chat about things outside of vital proteins one of let's, these days. Let's chit chat. We'll chat. <laughs> <laughs> Vital Proteins is like literally a masterclass in social media and influencer marketing. And Kips was like there and did that shit. So mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. guys understand, like it's oh. pretty big deal. It's pretty big. Like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Kips and her basically BFFs. Like, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston got me a job at Nestle. So thank you, Jennifer. Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> really, really appreciate that. Honestly, what more could you expect from Rachel Berry? She mm-hmm. is an icon. Mm-hmm. Icon. Period. <laughs> Shout out Jennifer Aniston. Also, I haven't bullied Marv once in this space. I would just like to take a hat off to myself for that. Okay, I'll like... give you 60 seconds. I'll give you 60 seconds Ooh. to let it out of your system. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let me know when to start. Uh, the throat on, clearing. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me put a timer on. Uh, you start in three, two, one. I'm cracking my knuckles. Marv, with your mac and cheese hating ass, what are you doing I knew it. here? <laughs> listen, oh I knew it was going to be the macaroni. <laughs> because, listen, if there's one thing I know about Marv, his art is beautiful. But let me tell you, he doesn't have taste. Everything that is great, he hates. And everything that is terrible, he loves. And that is mostly for food choices. This man's... Listen, if I have one wish for my life I 30 hope seconds somebody i hope that somebody loves marv enough one day to give him the mac and cheese experience that he deserves to have you know because unfortunately i can't do that because the first time i met him he was too scared to say anything to me 15 seconds so <laughs> i don't know what that says about him i know it doesn't say anything about me so marv step your game up before i have to step it up for you mac um, and cheese hating ass Mac and cheese hating ass with your that was a great your photography seconds. with your photography shooting ass and your moody marv having ass and your NFT projects <laughs> having ass and your big ass. ass. All right, and bit by a dog ass. Getting bit by a dog ass. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> 
First off, first off, first off, let me clear the record. I approached Hales at the Star Catchers event, and she nearly like broke her glass like off the t- uh, off the bar and stabbed me in the throat. She was like, "Who the <laughs> hell are you?" I was like, "I'm Moody," and you're, you're like, "Moody Marvin." I was like, "Yes." Is there another Moody that I'm I don't lying. know of? I remember that, but that was also I was very uh, drunk at that event. Steezy was Steezy next to me because yes, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was probably as we were getting our, like, sixth or seventh round of drinks. Um, so, I, actually, okay, I do remember that. I was referring to to the the, the soccer event um, where I was working, and you were just standing there and didn't say anything. Oh, I know why. That's because, and every, I think I've told this story, I took an edible, and I thought it was five milligrams, and I took it, and it was twenty five on an empty <gasps> stomach. And I was on Planet Zip. Lord from like have mercy. <laughs> Nine a.m. to like maybe eight p.m. that night. I was. Dude, okay. what? Dude, what? <laughs> you was on another planet. <laughs> that is so funny. I did not know that. Okay, that is really funny, actually. And you are I didn't the more even you know. No, you were there. Apparently, Kips was upstairs. And I'm still, like, so upset about it because, like, I show up later in the day, I'm not okay. And, like, Shell is standing there, and I think I was next to, I think, Avery or Travis. I think Travis was right next to me, and I was just, like, staring off into darkness because that's all I felt. I was just, like, a vessel. I was just an empty body. And Hello, I'm so bummed. Lights, yeah, lights on. No one was <laughs> He heard that there and left, like on purpose. No, that is not the case. I just oh, want to go. Dude, <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think I told this story on a different space. Mom, I'm so sorry. I have to tell this story again on this space. But one time, I got way too high before class at SDSU. This was back when dispensaries were in like abandoned buildings, and you just had to like cross your fingers and hope that you wouldn't get like kidnapped. So I went to a weed store before class and they offered me a dab before I left. And what am I going to say? No, like, obviously you're going to accept free weed, but they gave me like, <laughs> say thank most- you to free drugs. Yeah. I was like, no, be like, no, thanks. I don't want free weed. Ah. My mom's going to text me right now and be like, you are going to class. Anyway, um, so I I was like, yeah, sure. And then they proceed to give me a fucking, like, peanut M&M size dab. Uh, and I, luckily, it was right down the street from my, from my school, and I was commuting at the time. So, like, but I remember taking the dab, holding it in, coughing my ass off, crying, leaving the place because I was coughing so, so bad and, like, trying to, like, not embarrass myself any further. I drove all the way to, to, to school. Now, granted, it's less than a mile away. I say all the all the way because it felt so much longer. I was in my head. I got to school. I was sitting in the parking structure, and I was in my head so much thinking, I'm not real. This isn't real. The world isn't real. Like I And, I, and then I left the parking structure, and I drove the long way home. Because I, like, literally thought that I wasn't going to survive that day. You were not having it. <laughs> no, I was, like, I literally went, I used to live, like, not kind, not pretty far from campus, but probably, like, about 10 miles away. And I was, like, I drove all the way to campus just to go all the way back home because I was freaking out, dude. I was, like, nothing is real. I literally had the most existential moment of my entire life. I have not reached that level since then, unfortunately. 
but maybe another day. Maybe one day. <laughs> I have Sounds a- like you would have to plan for that. Something like that. <laughs> <sighs> I wish. I wish I could go back to that. You know, those were back when they would sell edibles. Like, you could get, like, a Tootsie roll size edible, and it would be, like, a thousand milligrams. Oh, my and, God. And you could barely take, like, a little nibble of it. Okay. Am I the only... Okay. Kips? Help anybody? Like, come on. <laughs> like, Anybody? No. I love edibles, but they take me to another planet, and I just I, need to I'm, I'm a fan of edibles. I love edibles. I think I had an edible that I had in New York. Out. It ended with me being at Popeye's by myself for an hour and ordering a Popeye's chicken and the largest soda that I've ever drank while kids were just running around, and I was just sitting by myself near a window just, like, thinking about how badly I just want to be home with my dog. I was just like, someone help me not be this high. <laughs> Please, that is God. the worst. That is the worst. That's me every time I drink alcohol, though. Like, <laughs> every time I drink alcohol, I'm just like, oh, this is so fun. But God, I wish I was at home with my dog right now. Like, why do I do this to myself? Yeah. And then I wake up and feel like absolute dog shit in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I lose an entire day because I'm 28 years old, but hangovers last three days for me now. Yep. <laughs> Gracefully aging into hangovers. Listen, I mean, I do love a good bed day, but when you're hungover mm. and you feel like shit, it is not the business. Everyone, everyone knows, you know, it is not anyway. the business. With yeah. that being said, Hales, we are at the end of the show. Uh, I'm so glad that we left it on just such a hilarious note like we always had. Bombo, Kips, thank you guys for coming out. Everybody in the crowd, so many friends here. Thank you all for showing up for Hales, for hanging out. Hopefully you guys learned a thing or two. I hope you guys got to laugh. Veronica, thank you for being such an incredible co-host. You guys will see so much more of Veronica. Veronica, you want us? Uh, you want to play us out or something, or say any last words? I could sing. Uh, there's some booze in this house. There's some, there's booze, some booze in this in house. This house. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that came to my head. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you guys Period. all so much, Hales. You're the shit. Even though you shit on me, I love you with all my heart. I'm gonna send me a DM with your wallet. We're gonna get you some Divergence Club get you some art and uh again thank you so much for coming out and hanging out everyone have a great rest of your day happy labor day weekend enjoy your weekend everyone stay safe and we out thanks bitches happy friday